Welcome to the Ask the Twins podcast with Joseph Cosolino and Santos Cosolino. On the show, Joseph and Santos share insights, principles, and methods about personal life skills, mindset, philosophy, and other popular topics to offer you insights to think about. Hey everyone, Santo here. If you like the show today, I would love it if you took a few seconds to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend if you thought it's worth your time and if you think it might benefit others. Thanks so much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health, well-being, psychology, productivity, business, and spirituality, we want to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything, substitute as any form of psychological or spiritual counseling, or act as any business or financial advice. Everything in the presentation is the opinion of Joseph Cosolino and Santa Cosolino. You should always check with a licensed professional about any specific health, business, relationship, or financial concerns you may have. Why do we judge ourselves by our intentions, but others by their actions? I think it's because we can see both. So we know what our intention is, and we know what our action is, obviously. So we we do the wrong action, but we know what our intention is, so we can kind of, we justify. So yeah. we're like, oh, this is what I did, but this was my intention, so like, therefore it's okay, and we rationalize, and we justify things, right? But we can only see others' actions, and we can't see their intentions. So yeah. we only have the actions to go off of. Yeah. But with our intentions and our actions, we can see both. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why, like, judgment is, you know, a lot of times harsher than it has to be. Or just harsh in general. Yeah. Exactly. Because even, you know, even if we could see other people's intentions, sometimes, you know, their intentions aren't based on truth all the time. Yeah. How would humanity change? If all humans' life expectancy was significantly increased, let's say to around 500 years. Well, because, okay, besides the whole, like, it's uh, resources and population thing first. Yeah. It's not just like a mental thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like I was mainly thinking about the mental part of it where it's like, okay, right now if it changed, we would all be like, oh, we have so much time now to do all the things you want to do, right? Because we've yeah. been comparing ourselves to what all these people do in the, you know, average, say, 75 to 100 year range. Yeah. But after so long, all these people are going to start doing all this stuff in the 500 years and then we start comparing ourselves to those people yeah. and I'm like oh now I want to do this and like say now instead of the average age getting married was say whatever 25 to 35 and now it was 105 yeah. then I'd be like oh now that's the time to like yeah. there I'm going to measure myself getting married but like we still have all these things that all these people did before they got married whether it's in 30 years or whether it's in 100 years so we're going to compare ourselves to that right because it's human nature if it were to just change an instant right away it's like tomorrow I'm going to be 500 then we would experience like a huge change and you know maybe it would be for the better maybe for the worse i don't know but after so long it would just i think go to yeah how we feel right now yeah be the same you just have you would have a different uh you still have expectations of when you're supposed to do everything by there would just be longer but you'd still set the expectations so you'd probably still feel the same just from a mental standpoint yeah all your landmarks would change, but then we would have new landmarks to judge ourselves by. Yeah. Can you really experience anything objectively? Because here's the, the whole point is you, like from a spiritual standpoint, you want to see God's perspective. 
the question is, can you ever 100% get to that point? I mean, realistically, at first guess, I would say no. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think we're ever going to know. I mean, if we start believing 100% of the truth about something, I think we would know. So I think maybe about, like, you know, some things we probably could believe 100% of the truth about it, which I think is the objective way of viewing of it. So I think for some things, I think we could definitely get there, but I'm not 100% sure if we know we got there. I mean, we might think we got there, and then all of a sudden we start seeing a different view of it, seeing a different view, and we go, like, deeper and deeper. So maybe not, but I think that's the whole point of we're always trying to get to that place of believing the truth 100%. Yeah. So, you know, whether we can or whether we can't, yeah, it's know, kind of irrelevant, right? Might might be to. a little relevant, but I think the whole point is trying to get to the place where you can and just that yeah. journey and that intention of getting there is what the whole point of it is, right? So, you know, maybe we can about some things, maybe we can about certain things, but is a life that focuses on avoiding pain and seeking pleasure a worthwhile life? Why or why not? So you know, based on my own experiences or what I've learned, it's definitely no for me. Because, you know, not all pain is bad and not all pleasure is good. And if you're only focusing on getting pleasure and avoiding pain, you're kind of tossing love to the side because love oftentimes is choosing pain. So pain, pleasure is all like what's in it for me, you know, selfishness mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Like, oh, what feels good, what feels bad, but yet... Choosing love oftentimes is the more painful thing, even though it's the right thing to do. Because if you're just trying to avoid pain and get pleasure, you're not going to do something that's hard because it's going to be painful. Yet doing the hard thing is what's necessary to grow, right? Yeah. I know so much in like self-help industry, that's all, that's all it's it's been. With like so many of the books I read, it was like, like, oh, this is a, like, this is an issue. So make the issue go away instead of like learning from the issue. Yeah. I, well, I mean, because that's the thing, though. Like, a lot of people, it's like, okay, but, like, how do you learn from it? And that's, a, like, a lot of the times I was always confused with that, where I was like, oh, how do you learn from this, right? And I was, like, always trying really hard to learn from it, as opposed to, you know, just letting it be there, and the learning kind of happens on its own, in a way. Well, that's why, like, I think, because people are actually realizing why meditation and all that stuff is actually good now. It gives you an opportunity to calm yourself down and look at your pain more objectively. You know what I mean? Instead of, but yeah, the whole, so much stuff. It's like, oh, you have this issue. Like, make it go away, make it go away. Do all this stuff, like, make it go away. Like, yeah, you want it to go away, but you if you don't learn from it, it's gonna, it's still gonna be there. You're just gonna keep, you're just piling on more stuff to, like, a Band-Aid solution. Yeah. But the only way that it goes away is when you understand why you got it in the first place. No, and so, so many of the things I thought were, like, the most painful things after you learn what you need to learn from it, you realize that that pain's still there, but it's such a small hill compared to like the mountain of a thing you thought it was. Where so much of it was like, oh, this has to go away, this has to go away, this has to go away right now. Like it's such a big deal. If this went away, like like everything would be so much better. Yeah. And then you learn the lesson you need to learn and you realize that, oh, that didn't need to go away yeah. as much as I thought it did. Like I can still do and feel all this other stuff, even yeah. though this... Pain is still there, right? Yeah. It's just 
when you focus on it so much, you think it has to go away, it just turns into this animal. For anyone listening, when you have serious like health issues or in your like a really bad environment, that's obviously not what we're talking about. We're talking about, oh, I need a million dollars or it will be okay. Yeah. I need that new car, this all this new stuff, or like it's not actually important. Yeah. Obviously there's like serious like, critical pain that obviously needs attention. But most of us are pretty good at knowing what that is. But when it's like, I gotta study, I gotta go to work or I have this really heavy project to do and I don't wanna do it all. That stuff where it gets kind of gray, where it's like, oh, it's, you know, something I feel like I should be doing, but I'm choosing to do something that feels good as opposed yeah. to doing this like challenging thing. And I think that's, you know, sometimes a better way of putting it where it's like, are you willing to do something that's challenging rather than what's easy? And obviously there's situations like if you're in a bad situation, then like, you know, the loving thing is, you know, to, you know, maybe make a little more money and like provide for your family kind of thing. But that's where it's either coming from a love-based place or a fear-based place yeah. where it's like, yeah, you know, the love-based thing is to, you know, try and do something to make more money so I can get out of this, you know, dangerous neighborhood or like pay for this health issue I have to pay for and stuff like that. You know, that that is a love-based thing to do. But when, when it's like, I want to make... $30,000 a month so I can buy this fancy new boat so I can show it off to all my friends and obviously, you know. Yeah. And most of the time, we know what it feels like doing the challenging thing because we feel really good after. Yeah. And it's the same thing with yeah. working out as a user example. We ne A lot of people, you know, you never want to go work out. Yeah. And after you work out, you feel great that you did. So it's along the same lines. Mm -hmm. Is intelligence or wisdom more useful? I think this comes from a place where people think they're their own power source and are responsible for their own inspiration. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's the whole, I decided what is wise in this situation, but then that might not actually be the wise thing to do because then there's the wisdom that comes from that uh, higher genius, Yeah. which is the actual genius that's worth following because it actually produces something that's like really special. So definitely wisdom that comes from that higher place is definitely more important because that's, that's the whole thing, right? You want to see what path to take in all your endeavors yeah, and how you can't do that by yourself. You need inspiration from something. And if you were in control of your own inspiration, you would instantly inspire yourself to do everything correctly right in this time and you know exactly what path to take. Yeah. And the fact that you don't just proves that you're not in control of your own inspiration. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's not black and white. It'd be like, oh, is it better to be really intelligent or know what to do at this moment in time and have that kind of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Having some basic intelligence is obviously something we all need. I think knowing what the love-based thing to do in any situation is way more important than knowing a lot of stuff. Well, that's the, the left brain, right brain thing. Yeah. You need both of them. They're supposed to work in harmony. But we're not. We're using... Yeah. The whole thing is we're using the left brain analytical part trying to make it work like the right brain yeah and that's not the right <laughs> yeah like trying to get a lot of intelligence so you know what the right thing to do in do is in all situations is a endeavor you want to put your energy to no because there's no way i mean you could have all the information in the world be like oh yeah i know i know all this stuff yeah so i'm fully prepared to make all these decisions and then <laughs> you have this little voice inside you that's saying, no, like, go to this, like, go to this, even though it goes against all your, I guess, quote-unquote, right decisions. Yeah.
because you it could be completely analytical to know that oh I should go do this to for this result because it's going to end up doing this and this and this and that and yet you have this little voice that's telling you to go in this complete different direction you have no clue why it doesn't make any logical sense yeah yeah that's why you need that's why both is important one's on board with the other you need them for two completely different things yeah your wisdom and that higher self obviously gives you that direction but your intelligence gives you kind of the tools to be able to make those rational decisions and problem solving to be able to execute what yeah your wisdom or your higher self is telling you to go do I think we're putting a really big emphasis on intelligence now because, you know, you look everywhere and it's like just step-by-step things of how to go do it. And yet when we were younger, we never set goals or set lists to go do things. You just went by how we felt and be like, oh yeah, like this feels like something I should go do right now. When you look at like little kids, they're completely operating from a right hand, like a right brain thing. And they're literally learning how to be a human being and they're doing a pretty decent, like, you know what I mean? And it's like, they don't have a main, they're not reading for me and they're going completely on. Yeah. So to, yeah, no one, no one gives a kid a handbook be like, Hey, this is everything I know. They just yeah. go purely based on feeling and intuition and yeah. no, they're both very important, but we're definitely overemphasizing yeah. one. Well, cause I, I'm, it's probably come from a place where it's a sign of like adulthood. When you start operating completely from your intelligence. Yeah, because it, it, that's what it does feel like, where it's like, the more I know and the more I think I know and the more I can know what to do in all these situations means I'm an adult. Yeah. Because going off of how you feel is like... The kid thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just yeah, go based on how everything, you feel. Everything that came into the world that's like huge came from inspiration that you, like, ideas come from somewhere, like, you don't create your own ideas. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't sit there and map out, like, the... Like, if I was in control of, like, all my good ideas, I would think of the newest, best thing yeah. that would solve every th- issue. Yeah, you don't intellectually come up with an idea. Yeah. You come up with, like, how to execute this idea you've had. Yeah. So we're just not giving ourselves a chance to come up with new ideas. Yeah. Because we're constantly, like, left-brain focused. 